Welcome to our weekly devotion. Alyssa and I have been looking at Genesis 1, 26 and 27. And let me read those for you so you remind us and then we'll, we have some things to discuss about them. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God made or created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 20, 1, 26 and 27. So we have this reality that there's something called man, which is generic, it's both of them. But then out of mankind, there's also male and female. And those have different roles. We know that very quickly in Genesis chapter 2. Adam, the man, is naming the creatures and no helper is found. So Eve is created to help him in this work given to him by God. And I think the very idea of having uh, different roles, even though they're, they're complementary roles, is offensive to the modern secular mind. We explored some of that last week. But this week, Alyssa and I were, were discussing the, the ways that Christians might overly f- formalize or, or give too many concrete rules about what male and female want to do. And that might feed into the secularist who sees that rigidity and says, yeah, that, all that must be wrong. And so that doesn't, that doesn't excuse a secularist, but it could be part of their, their argument. Yeah. Uh, what, what are some ways, tell us, Alyssa, I mean, some of the things that you and I have just talked about, ways that you see too many rules brought up about what male and female have to do. Like, if you don't live this way, you're not a good Christian. Well, one thing that's sort of a comical stereotype I see brought up is that men only do things outside of the home and women only do things inside the home. So a woman it might be, you know, she'll do all the childcare, she'll do all the dishes and everything, and the husband comes home and will eat and won't even pick up after himself. Yeah, that could be one. So that, that, that could be codified as like a Christian, like that's what Christians do versus, well, that's what one segment of culture did. Yeah. And, and maybe a lot of them claim to be Christians in it. But the idea that that's somehow derivable from the Bible itself as opposed to, well, that's something people came up with. Because that, that can cause some resentments or problems, or it might not. It might work for some people, right? That's the thing is it might work very well for some people, but for others it might not. So there shouldn't be the expectation that that just is what you do. Yeah, I think the problem that I notice in all of this is creating extra rules to burden another person's conscience. Yes. And it can happen in lots of areas of life. We're, we're warned about that in the New Testament about dietary laws, like saying <laughs> what you can and can't eat. Yeah. And we're told, you know, not to do that. But it can happen in this area too, where there's some very clear things we're told about both male and female. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, people begin to add extras. Yes. And then judge another Christian if they aren't doing those extras. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them might be, like, like you said, uh, household, household things. Um, Jordan Peterson is known right now for a book with 12 rules. And I think one of them was clean your room. Like to, to young men, right? <laughs> Just learn how to clean your own room. Clean up after yourself. Yeah. And, and the example you gave was, well, no, that's why I'm married. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to clean up after myself anymore. You, know, you hear the joke all the time that that's just a woman's work. 
Yeah, something like that. It's just... It's kind of, and that's the word just there, right? That's mm-hmm. just as opposed to, yeah. wow, that's woman's work, which is excellent. Yeah, it's not seen as exactly, you know, the man's work outside the home is very admirable, but so is the woman's work inside the home. It isn't that the one is maybe lesser than the other. Well, or I think if there's a woman who says, I, I'm actually going to work outside the home, then that's like shocking, like, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. uh, and she'll, she'll be judged as somehow mm-hmm. not Christian enough. Um, and Or, or I mean, there's some dynamic where a married couple, the guy is staying home and, and mm-hmm. at a cer- certain stage of life raising the kids and the, and the wife isn't. I know a few couples like that. Mm-hmm. And that could scandalize some people and they say, wow, that's, you should never do that. Yeah, it's not the correct, would you say, gender role? But yeah. That's how some people would see it. Yeah, so I think what's going on is we have to distinguish between cultural norms that have built up but are extra biblical. That means that they're not anti biblical, they're not against the Bible, mm-hmm. but they're additional things the way a certain culture does things. And we find those uh, across the world, cultures have different ways of doing things, but that we get into trouble when we start to burden people with those as if those are in the Bible. Mm hmm. And so that's why I'd caution, you know, younger Christians, just be careful not to load up on what becomes legalism. Mm-hmm. It really does. I see that also with um, modesty is, of course, a good thing. But I do see that with it being pushed for women to dress modestly, but beyond what perhaps, you know, wearing dresses that go all the way down to the floor all the time. I've been seeing more about that, but there's very little said about maybe men being modest as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I've seen that same thing, actually. And, and we should say that you have a number of dresses that go all the way to the floor. So this mm-hmm. is not because you don't like <laughs> dresses. Oh, no, I love long dresses. Yeah, but the, the people can be judgmental. They see, oh, I can see someone's ankles or their shins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know what? I've never really heard anything about men being modest. And I also have heard a lot about how what women are supposed to do for their husbands. But I rarely hear that about men. Yeah. And, I, and I listen to a lot of stuff. So, I mean, it's not like I just don't listen to things. But... Yeah, you almost always see the burden put on women and not on men. And it's interesting to think that way because men might might have never thought about being modest. Like, that's just a female thing. Mm-hmm. Which is so strange to me because men can be very immodest. So I'm not sure why there is maybe a um, focus on just women. Yeah. It, it should be both sexes being modest. Well, and I think if, the, and if there's anything that, ever, that comes up over and over again in marriage counseling... It's that focusing on the other. <laughs> I'm upset because the other person in the marriage isn't doing what they're supposed to do. And if I just fix them with giving them some more rules, they'll start doing what makes me happy. And yeah. uh, I think the best advice you have to come back to is look at yourself. Uh, what things are you doing to be godly? And uh, what ways are you reflecting the love of the Lord mm-hmm. for your spouse rather than viewing them as something like a, what's, what would we call like a project? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do see that a lot, and it's kind of unfortunate, but going back to what you said about there being a lot of information about what a woman should be doing in a Christian marriage, it is putting, it feels like an extra almost stress or burden on women when there should be an emphasis on the joy and happiness in marriage. It sort of takes the joy out of the relationship. Well, I think legalism always does that with whatever it it is. Yeah. Um, and, And of course... The legalist person doesn't think they're being legalistic. They think they're being conscientious. And mm-hmm. so, and conscientious is wonderful. We should be. And I think it comes out of a, a desire to please the Lord and, and be uh, mindful and faithful in the commands of the Lord. But we do know, just because it comes up so often in the New Testament, that people go beyond 
the limits of that and they do become legalistic mm-hmm. and add extra burdens onto people and that does like you're saying it takes it can take away the joy of marriage in uh focusing on two people knowing the lord together mm-hmm. uh and turn it into more of a list of duties that if you don't do these you're not living up to something yes now do you think that uh, the, the fear is, of course, you become a raving liberal. <laughs> right. I know it's funny that the extreme is either you do, you have a checklist that you have to do each day or else maybe you're a bad person or yeah. you have blue hair that's all shaved bound. on one yeah. side. And... All, all bounds have been severed <laughs> yes. and just anything goes after yeah. that. Uh, there, are, there are clearly rules. You know, in the book of Ephesians, we're, we're told about husbands and wives mm-hmm. and, and we're given good uh, good good uh, duties that Christians are to do, whether you're husband or wife. But again, the emphasis is not laying extra things, not going beyond the Bible, um, or even getting into uh, microscopic details. That that often happens is someone will see a command of the Bible and get really mi- zero in microscopically on how to apply it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can choke the joy of the Lord and and bring us back into a kind of legalism. So Genesis 1, 26 and 27 we're talking about these two verses because of how prevalent gender debates are in our culture. We've looked at secular side of that, but now we're looking at you know, things that Christians struggle with. So thanks for joining us.